0: again go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training today my featured guest is dr Doreen rivers she has an undergraduate degree in creative writing a phd in business management investment banking and general contractor licenses and a few other degrees and certifications in between because obviously you know she just had to do more because she's an overachiever like me She is the CEO of Alpha 81 Incorporated, an Arizona-based firm successfully supporting corporate innovations, expansions, and exits in software, technology, medical, life, and health sciences, education, and other industries. And I got a kick out of it because her address is Easy Street. She lives on Easy Street in Carefree, Arizona. This is what you're all chasing, people. You want the carefree life living on easy street. But she had to work hard to get there. And hard work before started with hard decisions. She had to make the hard decisions. So we're going to call you out today because she's a straight shooter like me. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. She's doing seven figures plus, eight figures, whatever. She's up there, all right? She's rocking it. She's killing it. And uh, she's going to talk about some of her, her new books. She wrote a book called Brain to Bank. Brain Bank to bank how to get your idea out of your head and cash in cash in. So for all you people out there listening right now that have been waiting to be called out because you know you're living in excuse land, not easy street, excuse land. And you want to be called out. Like we're going to do that today. So forgive me for actually wanting your dream for you more than you do right now. Are you ready? Like, do you actually want this? All right, so for you that are listening and pretending you want it, but not willing to do the hard work, you're probably gonna wither and blow away from this conversation, and that's okay. You'll come back stronger. It's cool, I've had those moments. But for all of those of you that have been waiting for the call out, the push, the level up, here we go. Doreen Rivers, She goes. her friends call her River. Uh, Welcome to your first 100K, top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you?
1: Oh, I don't think I've ever had a more energetic introduction. (laughs) I'm glad this is being recorded. I'm going to listen to it every day because it made me feel good. Uh, Thank you for that. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, You know, obviously, after you've been down the road a little while, there's a lot of in-betweens on that. Uh, Maybe as we go along, I'll tell you a few of those stories. Um, This entrepreneur thing started for me when literally I was eight years old. And uh the, the kids down the street had lemonade stands and and uh you know they were all in competition with each other for about a, a, a penny a cup. And uh I decided that uh that was like boring and I wasn't gonna compete with that. So I took Kool-Aid and I put them in uh ice cube trays. About halfway through, I stuck toothpicks in them, and then <clears throat> uh they became these little tiny popsicles that my brother and I called cubesicles and we sold them for two cents a piece. And within a week, we had everybody's business because we came up with a novel idea and because we didn't want to do what they were doing and we decided we can do something else. We knew we could do something else. And that that came at a young age. And uh, I never quit thinking that I could do whatever I decided to do. You just have to decide what it is. You got to organize it and then you got to go do it. And And in that order, if you make it happen that way, Nothing becomes impossible. And I, I learned that early and I took that with me through my entrepreneur journey. And uh, I, I had companies hire me to come and start their companies because they knew I would get from A to Z and they would have their company done by the time I was done working with them. And then I'd hand it to him and, I, and I'd say, all right, here you go. Don't kill it. And then I'd move on to the next company.
0: <laughs> Don't kill it. Here's the baby. I delivered it. Surrogate. Here's the baby. You were a surrogate business mama.
1: Let's go. That, that's it. Uh, but you know, it, it, it does come with, it starts with mindset Yeah. and, and, and as soon as you tell yourself that you can't do it, then you're right. As soon as you say you can do it, then you're right. And it, and it starts there.
0: You brought up the word decide, right? You got to decide, okay? And decide has become a very watered down word in our society. Like most people just use it haphazardly, right? That's why when they give their word, they don't actually mean it. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, we should catch up sometime. Yeah, let's definitely do that. And they never follow up. They don't follow through. They show up late and people just don't keep their word anymore. Okay. I think, well, I don't think the word decide means to cut off. To cut off, right? Well, what are you cutting off? All other options.
1: I I couldn't agree more. And, and anyone who has uh, decided, another word is chosen to to be an entrepreneur has 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 made that decision. And when you do that, what comes with that is is freedom, because that means all the choices down the road. Are yours to make as well, and that's one of the reasons why people quit their nine to fives and they become an entrepreneur is they want choices and and when when you're working for someone else, that's not necessarily always the case and usually not uh, but when you when you decide you're going out on your own or or even if it's just a, a side hustle because you really need the paycheck for a while, you've still decided all those choices are are there to be made and the other side of that is the buck stops here it's on you so Mm -hmm. whatever happens is on you so if you make uh decisions that don't work out then you you learn from that you're better at it and you move forward um if you make great decisions you get to pat yourself on the back and go yeah i nailed that one and then and then what you say is what's next and then you do it again because you're smarter and you're better at it but it's all it's all a choice, and it's all about freedom. And uh, it's it's the only. I mean, I'm unemployable. I, I I've learned that making the choices and wanting wanting to have the consequences, however that goes on myself, is where I want to be, and I embrace that.
0: So you want that burden of responsibility on your shoulders, no one else's.
1: I, I do. I, I, I want to know that I made that happen. And at the end of the day, if it's a, a product that you've created, you get to look at that and go, I did that. When, when my kids were little, I, I had five kids in, in five years and uh, I had five of them by the time I was 26 and uh, we didn't have any money. And, uh, and so I'm begging the neighbors, can I pick the apples off your tree and, and, and your cherries and, and, and whatever else? So I could bottle those, can those. And I remember staying up till 12 or one or even two in the morning, canning all this food for my kids. But then I'd go down to the storage room and I'd look at a thousand beautiful bottles and all these different colors and all the stuff I I did. And I went, I did that. And and, and business is the same way. You can look at happy customers. You can look at uh, product sales. You can look at how you change someone's life and you go, I I initiated that, and, and you know there are there are teams uh, that help you, and and along the way I've I've hired so many people, um you know to to become the team for that period of time to make things happen, and and yeah that they, they they get credit for it too, but guess what, it, it's it started with you and it stopped with you, and and that's something to have.
0: So there's a lot of pride you take in that right in the results in the outcomes, yet. In business, you and I both know there's so many uncontrollables, right? There's so many things outside of our control. What do you do with that? With when the results don't go your way? How do you handle that? How do you process that when things don't go according to plan? You feel loss of control. How do you how do you deal with that stress and anxiety that comes with entrepreneurship?
1: You know the the first the first thing usually that happens is you go, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened." Uh, And, you know, you kind of you move to the dark side for a second because because it sets you back. Uh, But within a short period of time, very short period of time, I'm thinking, what can I do to fix this? What can I do? What how can I pivot? How can I recover this? And most importantly, how can I use this to make it even better? There's something in there that's going to move you forward. And down the road, most of the time you say, I'm glad that happened. Because I thought of a better way to do it. And it forced me to to do it a different way. And it turned out to be the best thing. And almost always, it turns out that way. So just know down the road, there's a better solution. There's something you can do that's in your control and say, somehow, this is a good thing. And I'm going to figure out how to make it even better.
0: Napoleon Hill was famously quoted for the saying, within every adversity, there is a seed of equal benefit. And so many of us don't look for the seed because we're looking at the pain, right? We're looking at the problem rather than where's that pearl of great price buried underneath this adversity that I can benefit from. And man, when I started employing that simple principle into my business life, I started to find these benefits within the pain. My focus shifted off the pain and the problem to the benefit and then towards solutions and possibilities. And it changed everything for me. So I challenge you listening right now, whatever adversity you're in right now or whatever problem you're dealing with right now, stop looking at the problem, stop being so obsessed with the problem because all you'll do is perpetuate more versions of that same problem and instead focus on what is the seed of equal benefit within this right now that I'm going through? What can I learn from this? Just like uh, Doreen is saying.
1: I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, there's a really short saying that uh, with with challenge comes opportunity. So if you can use that lens as you're looking at what that challenge is, there's an opportunity there it's an opportunity to, to make it better. It's an opportunity to pivot something, uh, uh, similar there, there's an opportunity to, to sc- scrap it and start over with something else. Um, and there's a reason why that didn't work out and, and be glad maybe you're cutting, maybe you're cutting your losses. Um, but it is, it's, it's all how you look at it. It's, it, it's the half, half, uh, full glass or, 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 or you're looking at it going, Oh my gosh, or, You know, there's nothing in here. Or you're going, oh my gosh, this is brimming over. What am I going to do with all this? I mean, it's just such, it's mindset. Everything starts with mindset. You're spot on about all of that.
0: All right. So brain to bank, right? This is your, your framework for how to get an idea out of our head and cash in on this thing, right? So how do we actually do that, right? Say we're in an adversity right now. My listener, they're in some kind of adversity right now they're dealing with some kind of problem. All right, they're gonna shift their mindset. What is the seed of equal benefit? What is this opportunity hiding within here? They find it, they got this idea, this Eureka moment, walk us through step one, step two, step three, like how do we cash in on a new possibility?
1: Yeah, I have found that most people have at least one, if not multiple great ideas And, and and the problem is they don't know where to start. So consequently, they don't start. Um, It, it, it's, if you have an idea and it's been hanging around and it keeps showing back up, that's a great idea. If it's fleeting and you can't remember it next week, then, you know, it's it's not something to work on. But if it keeps showing back up, uh, two things are going to happen. One, uh, you're going to sit on it and think about it and go, I should do this someday. And then you're going to see it in the marketplace about a couple years later because you didn't do it. At any given moment in the world, there are at least five people that have your exact idea. There are no unique ideas. The question is, who's going to get there first? It's not who has the most unique idea. There's not, There's no such thing. Other people have it too. Are you? I mean, I, I, I've experienced this. I've I've thought oh I should invent this and then pretty soon a couple of years later there it is because I didn't do it. <clears throat> so the first thing is to, write, to to write it down and 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 let it become become a goal. If you put a day on that of when you're going to start and it's sooner is better than later uh and then and then you start. But but the book brain to bank is, is very uh methodical. It just goes from A to Z and it starts with why are you doing this? Because if you don't know why you're doing it, uh, when everything gets really hard, um, y- your ability to push through doesn't matter if you don't know why you're you're getting up every day and and grinding this out. Uh, and it, and it starts with that. But you know it everything in the chapter has a, a purpose, and you you start with with your why, and then you know you're gonna figure out, well, what kind of company do I need to be? I I talk about exit strategies. You, you're not going to run your company forever because number one, at some point, you're never going to be here again. So, so what are you going to do? Are you going to pass it to your kids? Or are you going to sell it in a mergers and acquisitions deal? Or are you just going to sell it st- straight out on your own? How, what are your thoughts? And it doesn't mean you can't change your mind on it later, but what are your thoughts right now? about how you're going to uh, get out of the company so you can go retire somewhere and, and get your can on the beaches of Costa Rica um, <clears throat> and, and so that's that's part of the thought process too but it's it's business plans it's setting up financials it's uh, uh, determining who who's your target audience you know and this goes for whether it's a product or whether it's a service who are you selling this to if you don't know that uh you're selling to everybody, which means you're selling to nobody. And, and if you can hone that in to a, a small target audience and you can be the, the big fish in the small pond, you've you've nailed it because you have provided a service that people need and want. And and, and you can do that two ways. You can you can create something really cool that hits your hot button you thought about forever. And then you can go and try and invent a market and try and find a market and then try and convince that market why they need your product or you can do some market research and find out what people need and invent that and you have your target audience already there for you and and you're off and running and you're selling and you're already in the black because you're not creating a market you're serving a market so it talks about all those different things how to use virtual assistants, uh which I mean I build an entire corporation on assistance. I have a global network, but everyone's a 1099. I don't have employees. I don't pay anybody anything unless they're doing the work and it's for a specific project and it tells you how to do all of this step by step. So when you when you read one of the chapters, it'll have what's called action accelerators at the end of it, which means, okay, you've just learned all this really great stuff. What are you going to do with it? Well, here's what you do. Step one, answer these questions and do it. And it takes you through what you do. Now that you have this knowledge, how are you going to put it to use? And, and if you go through the book that way, by the end of the book, you are up and running your, your your product, your service is in the marketplace. And guess what? You did it and you made it happen. And it's just it's a step at a time like everything else in life. It's it's not gonna drown you. Just do step one and step two and, and you'll get there.
0: So here's what happens, right? Cause we get that, I hear you. I've picked up books like this. I haven't read yours, so I can't say like this. Yours is probably the best in the world. But I've picked up books where it's like, okay, now apply this action, answer this question, do this thing, here's your next step. And I'll get through like four or five chapters. I'm like, okay, we got some momentum. This is working, boom. And then I'll get to like chapter seven. And then one of the questions I don't have the answer to, and I feel stuck or I get confused. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who that client is specifically. I don't know, right? And I get my feet stuck in quicksand. I feel myself going down and then I lose momentum. Has anyone else ever experienced this? Or am I alone? Right now? Anyone? Come on. All right. Listen, Doreen, what do we do in those situations? What do you do? You ever get stuck?
1: Uh, Of course, something like that. I set it aside. and, And I keep going. And as you keep going, those answers come to you, then you go back and you do that little piece that you didn't know about.
0: But so you can skip the step.
1: You don't skip it. You set it aside because the answer will come to you as you continue. It comes to you. Just know that you will get it and you will figure it out. And if you get stuck, you're not stuck. You have a, a question that you need to come back to and you mark it and you write it on your calendar. Go back and do uh, question. Number three in chapter seven, on the next friday and it's on your calendar to go back and do it but as you progress those answers come to you
0: okay i really liked that because you just created space for us uh to not get stuck which is awesome but to defer right it's like okay i'm gonna come back to this now i'm gonna go to the authors that say do not move on to chapter nine until you complete this question and find out this problem and find the solution to this action or take this action. What do you do then? Because now I'm like, I'm trying to follow the map according to the expert, but they said I can't move forward, but I don't have the answer (sighs) and I fade away.
1: You know what? This is the freedom road. This this roadmap is the one that's going to free you of your current situation. It's going to give you uh whatever income that you have that you've decided you're going to go get decided you're going to go get and 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 so nothing stops you what what happens in those situations is that people think they have to to do it exactly a certain way guess what you don't your learning style and how you're going to create your company is different than the next guy so just know you're going to do it your way but you're going to do it
0: all right, so what I'm hearing you say, and by the way, Startup Nation, I hope I'm speaking on behalf of one of you out there. Like, you're like, yes, that's where I get stuck too, Joseph. I've done that so many times. Good. All right. And, and that was real. Like, I've done that so many times because I was chasing perfection rather than progress and when i got delayed in my perfection i just gave up the ship pointless and let me go do something else now and i just start the whole process over like anyone like i've had 10 failed businesses by doing that exact broken process like 10 failed businesses now what do you want to say to me right now river about that
1: it comes back to step one, Joseph. Step one is why are you doing this? I'm I'm doing this because I want to quit my nine to five. I'm doing this because my kids are starving and I need to provide something for them. I I'm doing this because my uh, father told me I was a loser my whole life, and I'm gonna I'm gonna prove him wrong finally. What whatever that answer is, you go back to that and you say, this is why I'm doing this, so I can't stop. And, and what, what happens when you set it aside is that there's this quiet moment in your brain that, that quits worrying about it. And, and, and your brain falls into what's called the gap. And have you ever awakened at 2am at in the morning and you had the answer to something you've been sitting on for a long time? It's because you gave your brain a, a break and, 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 and you've allowed it to, to work it over. And then the, the it surfaces. Um, And and it happens more times than not for me. And I know now that if I just give it a break, the answer will come to me. Uh, And it doesn't mean I'm not going to go get it. It just means it's going to show up because of the other stuff I'm doing. So just know, it will show up. But just remember, why am I doing this? And that's what you hang on to the whole time.
0: So what I'm hearing is, you want to stay in constant motion, Constantly moving forward, moving forward, and don't get stopped. Don't get stuck. Just, hey, I'm going to put a pause on that. I'm going to pin that. I'm going to come back to that, and let's keep going. All right, what's next? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, That's, that's absolutely right. When, when you're doing something like, like writing a book or something like that, you, you lay down your first draft, and it's never perfect. You're just mind-dumping what this story is all about. And then you're going to go back and the excellence uh, of a book or a product or anything else is in the rewrites. It's never in the first draft. So just know you're going to lay this down and then you're going to go back and you're fin- going to fine tune it. L- let's take a, an example of the business plan. You're going to write your business plan, which is no easy feat. And, and you're going to get stuck and you're going, I don't know how to do these finances. Uh, I don't know what entity I, I, I need to do. And, and, and you, so then you go and you do the next 30 steps instead, and then you come back to the other stuff and you figure out how to do them, but you just got 27 other steps under your belt and you're going, I'm almost there. And it gives you momentum to keep going because you're almost there. And you go, I just need to figure out these three things and I have this done. So, so just keep going. If if you're worried about perfection, it's going to stop you every time.
0: And by the time you come back to that one thing, like the the financials, AI was invented, and now you could say AI, write me the financials for this and this and a PNL, and and it will do it for you. I'm just it, saying.
1: It, no, that's true. In in my book, I talk about how to easily get your business plan done, and I tell you a, a website uh, that that's a. Uh, uh, one you can go in that does the financials for you. And you it, you just go through and you go step one, step two, step three, and it will do the financials for you. And you're going, oh my gosh, I thought this was so hard and I didn't know it could be so easy. <laughs> you're right. All right.
0: Doreen, 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 what has been your number one marketing strategy across all your businesses? all your ideas that you brought to market has there been a pattern has there been just one marketing strategy formula that you keep deploying and it keeps getting you results what's the big hitter for you
1: you know it took me really decades to figure it out and it's really connections and it's talking to people and forming relationships and uh, i talk about in the book uh strategic partners and, and and those are people who maybe have a similar product and and uh, you buddy that up and you pitch theirs and they pitch yours and people buy both of them together uh, and and you form this partnership where you're helping each other and it moves you forward but it, it really is about uh, the connections that you make and 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 when you come at those with integrity and honesty and and really a A a true heart about how can I help you, and it's not about what can you do for me. It's how can I help you. It is what goes around comes around, and and it's people have a hard time buying into that if they haven't experienced that. But once you have, you never really go back to any other method because it nails it every time. What can I do to help you? And it just it starts to line up, and it comes around, and it happens.
0: You know, I had a breakthrough uh, not long ago where I I had so many guests on my show over the past five years, both my shows, and they all say this similar advice, which is like, hey, just be of service to others and it'll all come back to you tenfold, right? And I'm like, that has not been my experience, right? Just being honest with y'all. And uh, here's what I came to light and it, it was not good. It was not good was that subconsciously I still was looking out for me first but I was saying I was really want to help you I really want to help you like what can I do to help you but it was more of like let's help you really quickly so then we can help me right so I generally wanted to help but it was less than I Mm -hmm. wanted to find out what was in it for me and that was like well, shoot, that was hard to to look at in the mirror. You know, I just get honest with myself and say, okay, it's not that this karmic whatever formula doesn't work. It's that I wasn't showing up authentically with all these people. It would have been better for me to have showed up and said, you know what? I want to help you, but I really want to help me first. And that's just where I am right now. And like, had I come clean about that, I probably would have opened up some better relationships because at least they would have seen me coming, so to speak, my real intentions. So I just want to like share that for anyone listening right now. Maybe that opens up something for you. Maybe you're there where I was. And I'm not saying I got this down, dialed in, okay, by any means, okay? My heart truly loves people, and I want to be of service for people. But I also have to realize that I am a selfish mother effer at the end of the day. And I finally stop pretending that I'm not. And, like, just own that. Just realize that. Start there. Suck less at it every day, I guess. Doreen, does any of that, like, any, anything you want to say about that for me and the 10 million versions of me that are out there listening?
1: Yes, because I, I, mean, I experienced the same thing and, 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 and it vacillates. There were times when I was giving so much that I didn't have time to, to do things that I needed to do to actually make money. I'm giving, 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 and there are, uh, you know, a plethora of people out there that are willing to take, 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 <clears throat> and you have to figure out, are they a taker? <clears throat> and if they are, then don't start, just just don't go there um, because you're going to spend a lot of time and and it won't help you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, with wondering and hoping and planning to have uh, it be reciprocated. Uh, but, but, but choose wisely. And just like what you said, it's a tough lesson. And it's the lesson that teaches you how to discern who's a taker and who's a giver and who's really there to make things happen, uh, for you and who's there just to suck you dry until you don't have anything left to, left to give anymore or won't give anymore. And it's a tough lesson. And, and, but it's a, it's a needed lesson and it's usually learned the hard way and um but the lessons learned so you you just go through it and you and you take your lumps on it and 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 you get better at choosing better partners and and their partners you you want to be equally yoked moving down the road and not one person's dragging the other person and and they're taking it all and the other person is never getting caught up um you, you learn all that, but, but look for equal partners and run, r- run in circles and choose wisely people who have integrity. If you just do that part of it, it will be okay. But if they don't do what they say they're going to do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm done. Be- because you know at the end of the day, because you have the hard knocks to show for it, um, that they're never going to do what they say. So move on, move on and move quickly.
0: Doreen, what shows up for me here is I've spent most of my entrepreneurial career swimming in pools of piranhas that were takers rather than swimming in pools of partners that were givers like myself. And I'm doing what I've been told to do. So I'm giving, 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 giving. In a pool of piranhas who are hungry. And they just tuck, 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 and left me with bones, right? And this happened business after business after business. And I'm not pity partying here, I'm just saying what's so. And maybe you're listening right now, Startup Nation, you're like, oh my gosh, I've been swimming with piranhas instead of partners. That's the shift. I gotta get better at discerning. So, Doreen, do you have like a hack on this? Do you have like a, a take or tell, like in poker, like where, you know, oh, they're a taker, man. And you know, oh, this person's, this is a, a potential partner. Like, how do you discern quickly and efficiently and effectively?
1: I, I think for me, it, it comes down to experience. I've gotten to where I can pick up on it quickly because it, really something in your intuition, your gut goes, something's not working here. When that happens, pay attention to it and don't roll over it and say, oh, you know, I need this really badly. He's going to do this for me. She's going to do that for me uh, and, and and dismiss it. Pay attention to it. It's telling you something. And what it's telling you is you've been down this road before and it didn't turn out right. So pay attention.
0: Are there any uh, specific things that come up for you? Like somebody, what, breaks their word one time? You're like, done. Or is it something else? What is it?
1: I, I've, I've started a lot of companies with other people. I was in one that, uh, we had five people in it. Everybody had equal partnership in it. I was doing 90% of the work and, and, and the main guy that brought the deal to the other four of us was doing nothing but giving me assignments of things to do. I found out later that, uh, the mother company out of Dubai, um, was paying him a salary to start all this and he didn't give any of it to us and he didn't let us know he was getting paid and i was doing all the work and he was taking all the money and and so one of the things to remember is who's doing all the work is it skewed is it you because if if it's you uh, and someone else is delegating all these things and acting like they're going to oversee it and they're doing nothing I'd pay attention to that real fast.
0: Okay. Yeah, good. Good. Uh, for me, w- one big tell startup nation is if someone breaks their word two times, like right there, I'm good. We're done. Like, because that, like, there's no going forward with that. You're already a person who's out of integrity in your promises. I can't count on you now. Like, we have a broken trust right there. So, like, that's a deal breaker for me. And that's why I say yes to very few things because I always show up as, it, as my word, right? Like, so I wanna attract and do business with people that are their word, which is kind of rare nowadays, kind of rare. All right, so what is what are those tells for you? And I know we're, we're kind of going in different places here with today's episode, but I think this is important, right? Because you need people in order to bring your idea to market. You need to partner with people. And you want to filter out the piranhas and really find and discern who are the partners. Who are the partners and stop wasting your time there. All right. So we're speaking with Doreen Rivers. Brain to Bank is her book about bringing your idea to the market fast. Get it out of your head. Start cashing in on this thing. Doreen, how do you find that new possibility that... Massive innovation, the Kool-Aid in a market full of lemonade. (laughs) Okay, how do you create that? Is there a framework around that that you've developed over the years that you can share with us? Or is this something that's just an intuitive gift you've been given since you were a little kid? Either answer is fine.
1: Uh, I'm going to laugh and say uh, it it comes to you in the shower. So keep a piece of paper and a waterproof uh, notebook and pen in there. Um, and, and the ideas come to you at, at, at moments you don't expect them, they'll come to you um, while you're working uh, with something at work and you're going, this is inefficient, I could make this better, this is how I would do it. It, it, it really kind of starts with what, what doesn't work for you and how would you fix that. And it'll come to you at two in the morning, you wake up and go, oh my gosh, I, I, I could create this and I get up and I write it down. Uh, because in the morning I will have forgotten, I look at it and I go, Oh, and sometimes you go, That is the dumbest idea ever. And how did I even think that was cool at 2 a.m.? Uh, oh, good, yeah, so good, that happens to you, think- you too. <laughs> All okay, the good. Time you're going, What was I thinking? That is, I'm like,
0: That's That so sounds good. like someone who is really high on something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wrote that incoherent piece of literature.
1: If you want it up before anybody else can read and you're going, how did I think that was good? Um, but um, then there's that golden nugget that you get and you go, yeah, that is good. And if, if the next day in the next week, you still think it's a good idea, it's still a good idea.
0: Okay, good, good. And I, and I want to dig a little deeper into that point, right? Of of having your brain come up with these, these Eureka type ideas. What if the Eureka type of idea solves a problem that you're dealing with in your day-to-day, but has nothing to do with your business and the calling that you're on? For example, I'm going to give you a case in point, right? I am a, a, re- a fairly new parent, a father, uh, three babies in four years, right? We got married in 2019. Let's go, right? And like I am seeing so many inefficient parenting products, that i'm like oh my gosh i could design this so much better yet i have no experience in it but i have a lot of common sense and i'm like i would pay 400 more for a product that did this to avoid this pain and this is the best on the market yet developing parent products has nothing to do with what i'm being called to whatsoever
1: what do you do with that What? You can do one or two things. If you still think it's a good idea and it still creeps you back up and every time you change a diaper, you wish you had this or that and you'll be reminded on a daily basis, you can do one or two things. You can say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to either take this on in addition to everything I'm doing or I'm going, or I'm going to pivot um, or more commonly, you're going to read Chapter 7 where it talks about virtual assistants and you're going to decide how you're going to get this done and then you're going to farm it out and all you're going to do is manage it like a like a general contractor and you're going to hire these subcontractors that are good at all these different parts and you're going to lay it out there and it's just you're you're just going to manage it which is a lot less time consuming and you get experts to do it because they're really good at it and you don't have to learn certain things just to get the product into the market someone else already knows it go hire them and, and, and if, you, if you do the global approach and the virtual assistant approach, uh, you're going to be 10 cents on the dollar because you're going to hire people in other countries who are really good at it that are not going to cost you an arm and a leg. You'll be able to afford it. And you go, this is a cool idea. Let's do this. I've got three projects I'm working on all at the same time right now and writing a new book. Why? Because I farm it out and I'm the general contractor. I'm not there nailing the board's to to the wall there, I let someone else nail the boards. I just tell them where I want the boards to be nailed.
0: Now, does this steal mental energy that you should be focusing all in on one project? Because there's two schools of thoughts here, as you know, right? Some experts will say like, no, find your one calling and focus all your energy and block out everything else. Decide this is it. And then others People like yourself and I—we're quick starts, right? We like to have multiple projects going or whatever, like, and that's the proper path for us is to be running three different ideas simultaneously because it energizes us and we love variety. What do you think?
1: I talk a little bit about this in the book, and it's called your zone of genius. What are you really good at? So, uh, you know, for for me, I'm good at. Uh, starting projects and finishing them, which leaves me a huge latitude of, okay, what's the project? Is it inventing this? Is it writing a book? Is it uh, creating a, a, a better mousetrap or a service? And and it falls into my zone of genius to manage a project and to get it from, from A to Z. Uh, and, and so it leaves the door wide open for me. Um, but if you're only good at one thing, then you're more of a technical person. And, and there's two schools of thought on that. One is the one that Malcolm Gladwell talks about in his book, Outliers, where you take 10,000 hours and you vertically go down and you're really, really, really good at this one thing. But then you don't have the vision for anything else outside of that. But you're an expert here. That's one way to do it. The other way is uh, David Epstein's book called Range. And it goes the other way. And you're you're you've learned all these different things. If you, if you've even gone to my alpha81.com website, you'll see I have I don't know there's 15 industries, and I've worked in a lot more than that. I know uh, uh, quite a bit about all these different industries, but I'm not necessarily an expert in any of them. But I know enough to make things happen in any given one of them. And what happens is you take your knowledge from what you learned here in in Solars, and and then you move it over to something in education, and you've learned something over here, but if you have this deep knowledge, you can't look outside that box, and so you don't have a different kind of solution. So I, I go wide like this, and some people are built like this, like you and I, and some people are built to be the expert going deep, which are the people we hire to do certain things on certain projects. So there's, there's a space for all of it, but it just goes back to what am I really good at, uh, and stay there. I, I, if you try to, to make your weaknesses, um, work on your weaknesses, all you get is strong weaknesses. So, so work on your strengths and, and make that happen. That was a, that's a Dan Sullivan quote. Uh, and it's true. You know, I like Dan say, Sullivan. You work, on, work on your weaknesses. It's like, no, ignore those. Do what you're good at.
0: All right, Startup Nation, do you want to get stronger weaknesses or do you want to master your strengths? That's the question. That's the question. All right, we've been speaking with Doreen Rivers. She's rocking it over here. She's getting us excited and fired up. Hopefully, you've been inspired just enough to take the action you've been avoiding. We all see it. Like, you see it when you look in the mirror. You're like, "Why why don't I just do it? So, take the action, just do it. You can figure out the pieces after, but take the action, decide. If you take nothing out of this episode other than one thing, make a decision and cut off all other options. Just decide. That's it. It could be in your marriage. It could be in your parenting. It could be in your business. Make the decision that you've been avoiding. That's it. You will move forward. You will move forward. So if you ever feel stuck, it's because you're not deciding. All right, that's that's normally what it comes down to. All right, uh, Doreen, this is my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. We're going to ask you ten quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show without the prizes. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. <laughs>
0: All right. What's your favorite thing about you know running, owning, building your own businesses?
1: The freedoms and choices I had to do it my way.
0: My way. Amen to that. All right. And what's your least favorite thing?
1: Having to work with people that don't follow through.
0: Oh, ridiculous humans. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently challenged with right now, either professionally or personally?
1: Not having enough time, so I need to beef up my uh, my skills to delegate to other people and keep going.
0: Yeah, let's go. Got to raise that capacity. All right, excellent. And uh, what are you most afraid of?
1: Not getting everything done. I'm moving so fast, and I still don't feel like I can get things done the, the way I want to get them done and as many as I want to get done. <sighs>
0: let's go overachiever. I like it. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, (laughs) probably, uh, backtracking a little bit on what I wanted to do, um, and, and choosing the right projects, but I, I, I nailed it and I'm off and running now.
0: Okay. Awesome. What's a new habit that you are going to create?
1: Well, I, I took a course on 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 flow and and on uh, it was uh, Stephen Kotler's uh, course. It's called uh, Zero to Dangerous, and it's about uh, focus and flow, and it's about turning off all your notifications, ignoring everything but what you're working on until you finished it. You don't do one other thing, and it it it, it changed how much I get done in the day, uh, and I'm I'm going to continue to work on that because I'm nailing it. And I can see the the results and the, the difference it's making.
0: That sounds like intense discipline.
1: Uh, it, it is. And it's intense productivity. And that's the name of the game for me.
0: Amen to that. What secret fear do you have about people?
1: That they won't like me.
0: Got it. That's a common one. Pick three words to describe who you are now.
1: Focused, uh, energetic and optimistic.
0: Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business.
1: Scared, unprepared, um, too trusting. Mm.
0: Yep, piranhas, you know who you are. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, tell your family and friends only one piece of advice about true success in business and life, what would you say to them?
1: Live your life on your terms and don't live your life for somebody else or the way they think that you should live your own life. Do it your way.
0: Yeah, mom and dad. (laughs) So many of us, it's hilarious. All right, Doreen, you get to give uh, Startup Nation a homework assignment. What is one action they must take this week in order to move or or in order to uh, shorten the gap between where they are and... Their dream, what they actually want.
1: I would say, quit buying into excuses. You, you don't blame, don't complain, and don't explain. Just get after it.
0: Yo, you just took all my excuses. I'm done. All right. Startup Nation, did you love this episode with uh, Miss Dr. Doreen Rivers? If you did, would you go write her an honest review? You could do that at Apple Podcasts. You could do it at your at first100k.com, first100k.com, or stitcher.com, whichever you so choose. If we like what you say, then we'll give you a shout-out live on the show. I'm about to do it for a uh, handle, Dolin R. Coddle, Dalin R. Coddle. They wrote a book here, so I'm just gonna snip it here. It says, listen up, it's your roadmap to success, this podcast. Joseph helps you reach your full potential by going beyond your typical entrepreneur podcast to dig deeper into his guest's journey providing thought-provoking insights and concepts. Uh, Not only does uh, he offer indispensable tools and strategies to utilize your own business, utilize in your own business, he exposes the underlying values and mentality necessary to internalize as an entrepreneur that ultimately lead to your success. This podcast is a powerful roadmap that helps you navigate not only your business, but your life and relationships as well. Oh, my gosh, darling. Thank you. That was awesome. All right. Uh, Doreen Rivers, where do we go to find out more about you? Maybe we want to get your book and get this roadmap in our hands. What do you got for us?
1: I've got a um, a website ready for your attention. It's uh dot com and uh, there are a uh, a plethora of uh, free resources there that you can have, whether you ever buy the book or not. Those resources are yours. Um, obviously, there's information on the book, and uh, there there's a form there. If you got questions for me, uh, comments, something that you'd like me to address that will help you. Uh, shoot me an email and we'll make it happen.
0: Doreen Rivers, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life.
1: Thank you, Joseph.
0: Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that wanna talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you wanna get rid of your problems permanently, like be done with the addiction